Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dirty Work. Today we have Hari, um, dope-ass dubstep DJ, super wookie, hilarious dude, super cool, talk about his roots, uh, getting started in music, and uh, his philosophies, and he's got jokes for days. So uh, yeah, have fun, catch him at Big Fan Music Fest this weekend, September 1st to the 3rd. Check the link in the description for his artist discount. Grab some tickets and uh, catch a main stage 2 o'clock Saturday. Should be a good time. Okay, peace. Yeah, sure. That's why you got to control it. For sure. Or just like try to stay like 20 steps ahead. Try. No doubt. Yeah, I like to say I live my life 12 hours and $20 at a time. That's all I can do. That's a hefty hefty amount, my friend. That's it. (laughs) That's all I can afford. I got two jobs. I barely got 12 hours. So I appreciate, dude, I appreciate you uh, hopping on. Yeah, man. We've been fucking trying to cross paths for a minute. And yeah, no I doubt. I appreciate you uh, staying as adamant. Yeah, absolutely. About it. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, man. Is- well, I fuck with you hard, dude. Uh, as a person, as a as a producer. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I was telling you, I love your energy. Uh, I think you're uh, on the right track. So I fuck with you hard, trying to put you on. What I could do, ain't nobody listening to my fucking podcast, but I appreciate you uh, helping me do the fucking damn thing. How are you feeling tonight, man? I'm straight, man. I'm straight. I just, uh, I'm trying to, can you see anything behind me? Or is it like pretty black? I mean, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, right I, you on. have a black shirt on. Yeah, and sure. like, oh, yeah, that's probably not the yeah. best. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So like so like I can see the shirt, but like you can tell that like yeah, sure. there's absence of color. Like, yeah. Oh whoa, there's a whole whoa a room. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we need. 
I just threw up a sheet, yeah. dude. Fuck it. Fuck, I should have did that. You know? No. no, it looks good. It looks good. This is, uh, yeah, it's all you. So you're working on, um, you're working on the final touches for your EP. That's what I'm uh, distracting you from. Oh, man. Giraffly. No, there's, it's actually Girafly. I was like going to ask, gir- or I was, I should have asked. <laughs> I was wondering. It makes yeah, a lot of sense. Uh, so, yeah, no, Girafly. I, uh, I got gifted some party favors. It was kind of just laying in bed. And, uh, like, to go, like, on a tangent, like, a few years ago, I was at Meyer, and I was looking at some Christmas ornaments, and, like, I saw, like, this, like, just, like, this rack of, like, animal Christmas ornaments, and I was just looking at all of them, and they all looked so fucking awesome, and then this lady comes up, and she's like, oh, if you get a giraffe one, make sure you point your giraffes towards the front door for good luck. And, like, at the moment, I didn't really think about it, but ever since then, I think it was, like, 2018. Ever since then, I've, like, pointed anything I have with a giraffe one towards the front door. I have two giraffe, like, items. Why, why point it both. towards the front door? I don't, I've never heard that. I, <laughs> I don't know, but ever since I've done that, it's made me a little bit, uh, what's the word? Uh, Wook, uh, Wookie. <laughs> no, 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 was no. This, no. Was, it's just who like, was this? Uh, who was this that told you this? The lady that uh, that worked at the, the lady at Meyer. She didn't work there. She was some oh, lady okay. in line. So <laughs> that's why I took it to heart. What's the word? Uh, there's a word for it when like, oh, I don't want to superstitious. Say, yeah, superstitious. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't believe I've. I don't believe I'm superstitious, but. Uh, I also don't want to jinx it either, but ever since I've started doing that, things have just kind of, you know, it could be some kind of weird universal placebo. We all yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, that's, do it dude, that's awareness, man. It's 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 however you felt pulled towards whatever the fuck you feel like you need to do. You just need to, it's if mm-hmm. it's pointing giraffes at the out the fucking door, man. I get it. I get it, dude. I yeah. uh, giraffes. You know, all I know is, is we all get like we all get the best information from people that we don't, the people that like, you're like, Oh, what's this person about to say to me? And then they speak and then they say something that resonates. That's like the type of stuff that like, I realized that everybody has something to say like that. And if you're not paying attention, it's easy to fucking brush it away. But when you are, when you're always paying attention, it can become super overwhelming to the point where you feel like you're in people's shoes sometimes. Like, there's yeah, well, you kind of, yeah, yeah, you kind of yeah, have yeah, to put just you got to put yourself in people's shoes. Um, even if, even if, like, you know, because it's like people go through uh, ebbs and flows of their life, right? And oh, yeah, it's a spectrum. And even sure. if you might be at, uh, more enlightened let's say uh portion of your life and you're talking to some dumb fuck you know on the side of the street and even if like what you would never say the words in the way that he's like that are coming out of his mouth it's like what the fuck but you have to hear it in the language that you speak right and you got to use it sometimes use it- everything you see and hear 
and people tell you and hear it the way that you need to hear it, not the way that they're trying to tell you. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That, Cause I like they, hundred percent. Cause you can't, I, like, I guess it varies though. There's some, Oh yeah. Well that's, it. you know, that's, per, it's perspective and relationship and you got to know who you're talking to and like mm-hmm. the general public. Sure. But like, you know, that's just general public deal with that's, we all got to like, it's common on just decency, not understanding, just common decency. But like with relationships, you know, in your life, you got to, uh, you know, I like to keep like, like peep. I see people as like characters, you know, in a story in your life. And it's like, don't just give them a fucking extra part. Give them like a supporting role. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. yeah. And, and, but you got to, you got to write that. And like, how are they going to, how are people going to support you? How are you going to learn? How, is, how are they going to help your story? You know what I'm saying? And, and the way that I see you, uh, the, the like, like, I like to see uh, you're like a very eccentric dude and uh, I really fuck with your music. So I, uh, you know, I got enough to talk about with Giraffe Lee, but like just to like get to know you a little more, because like we've seen each other. You were uh, at that party that I threw on that farm. Uh, it was like was three it the, years uh, ago. Memes, it seems. Yes, with the lake. Yes. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> that party was so amazing. Oh, yeah, shit. dude. I, I still hear, I still I actually, meet people that were there. <laughs> I like think just you talking about it reminds me of like the laps I took around that little pond, like just like trying to soak it all in. Like yeah, wow, dude. Man. yeah. Yeah, you killed it's it that cool. night. You played. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I uh man, what a different there's so many levels like to all of this pre-covid really... that was uh 2018 oh. i think pre-covid <laughs> <laughs> pre-covid oh my gosh a whole different animal yeah absolutely dude um and, like it's kind of hard to like it's like because i i do stand up and it's like it just always seems like a thing it's like the eight it's almost like uh it's like what AIDS was like there's so many more punchlines and jokes about COVID that were never there and it's just this thing that's just like appeared but like this silent killer you know what I'm saying it's not like yeah you know like the Ukraine I guess but it's like you could see it it's like a, a war thing whatever but like yeah COVID is just uh it's just here to stay I'm grateful I started doing stand-up like in 2019 so I'm grateful to have gotten like a little bit of normalcy you know not like the good old days i I tried that that shit is fun man like i it uh i feel like it takes it so anyone can just talk but like to actually like be a comedian and actually like the fact that you can like say that i can't say that i could tell stories all day people go haha that's funny but to like actually like djing and producing and wow it's you know maybe it's essentially the same thing like you it say is. like I'm it is dude comedy is a muscle comedy has a comedy is a muscle and everybody has their own story and their own sense of humor you know and it's about it's not about what you say it's how you say it you know and mm. and, and the punchlines like you want to be able to start writing one-liners and like these guys that you look up to and it's like you got to first just like do it you know and you just learn one thing you know, and it's like, just try to like, you know, I started like with objectively funny shit. It wasn't that funny, but like 
you read it and there's the joke. You don't have, it's not like no acting. No, it's just words, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I was nervous. So like I fucked up a little bit, whatever, like, but you learn and then you just do it again. And it's something, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, uh, you should dude. I tell everybody, yeah, everybody, should try, it. Shit everybody right should try it. It's the best dude. It's a, uh, it's, it's a great community. Especially if you got uh, a story Detroit. to tell. Absolutely. And everybody does. Even if you don't I, think I suffer from imposter syndrome, like really bad and have my whole life right and 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 it's just it's 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 stand up especially because it's like right then and like mm-hmm. in the moment uh you just get feedback on if you're crazy or not and if people are <laughs> laughing and like they're like you're not getting ripped off stage like dude you're a normal person you know it's like because people agree with you you're like putting yourself out there in the most brutal way you know and i've been thrown out of bars i've been laid out in front of bars um one time but like you know i've definitely like crossed people's lines and but you learn you know what i'm saying and the next time i Ooh. roast somebody with no arms you know i'll know how to come at it like a little funnier and not like just be a dick <laughs> see you but, know that's so yeah dude, why, come like... out with me anytime man i'm about to go up tomorrow night run some new shit uh the independent comedy club uh in hamtramck it's pretty dope, dude. Uh, they got like a theater and a bar. I've only been out there once. That's like a nice, like that place reminds me of like an Ipsy Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's just like a little more Detroit. Detroit. It's yeah. just surround- it's its own city. It's its own city. So it's just sur- it's like it's it its own there. city in inside little- Detroit, which is crazy. A little Portland, a little Portland. Um, At least from last time I was there, that was it. Could be a little different now. The- Michigan and. Like, if there's one thing I noticed about years and like generations is that areas change so like heavily to the point where like even like just the people who live there change. And like it, last time I was there, like it felt like Portland to me. Like, it felt yeah, like a yeah, hipstery, yeah. It's a, it's a weirdo's cool. town. It's a yeah, weirdo's but... town. <laughs> if uh, it's like, I didn't want to use like... that word. <laughs> it's like hipsters, you know, very liberal, like a lot of queer um, people, you know, uh, which is fine. It's it's I've, it's my kind of town. I'd like to move down there if I just wasn't worried that everyone would break into my house and steal my dog. That's the only thing I'm worried yeah, about. Like once, oh my God. once my dog goes, I'll probably like move into the city more. But like right now, I'm good where I'm at. Um, That's yeah, dude. Man. You said I'm sorry. I said that's what's important. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you you yeah. feeling I, comfortable. Yeah, and I'm trying to like make the transition into like doing things with my own life, like making music and doing comedy and this podcast and shit. So that way, I have things to like, uh, not kill myself for. And uh, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I feel she's that, gone, man. I can't. Yeah, dude, I and I can't. And right, the dog has kept me. If the dog is fed, I'm doing things right. You know what I'm saying? If the dog is good, you know, I know that everything is not so bad. So, but, you know, hey, she's, if, you feel, if you feel like you're a good enough parent, maybe you should, you know, get another member to your family. No, no, no. Fuck that. I already got a cat for the dog and he's going to last oh. 20 years. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm slowly, I'm slowly like if I, you know, it's like kind of like it's like 
you would never do this with children, but like you'd be a complete psych- so psychopath if like you raised children to have one and then had one like a little younger, like 10 years younger. And that way, like the one in case the other one like kind of dies off like earlier, like you have another one to kind of like take care of, you, you know, like once you're older or something. Like, oh, it's okay. It's I got I, okay. I got the cat. For, I got the cat for the dog because uh, once I was like I was just working a lot a couple about a year ago. Uh, and she was like getting super lonely. So, but enough about me, dude. Um, I sorry, I do that a lot. I'm a comedian. It's I, uh, fine. I only was, give a I fuck about myself. Drawn in. I was, I was in. I was like, right? <laughs> great. So yeah, we're like... hanging out. We're hanging out, <laughs> dude. Thank you. Um, but like, so like the bit uh, to bring it back to me. Uh, the whole reason, um, I wanted to have you on, dude, like two years ago. Um, when my life kind of like blew up in my face, um, but I'm like coming back, you know, and here we are. I just wanted to pick it up right off, right, pick it up right back where, you know, I was, uh, at and, uh, you're it. So, but, and, and the reason for that being like, dude, I just like fuck with your energy and the way that you, uh, produce your music, dude, I love your music. Um, and I, you know, you were you were saying how you're like an introvert and an extrovert, and I feel that um, I like to call it metroverted, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I love that. Yeah, that is really that's some sexy language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like saying off uh, the tongue. Like, uh, like uh, metrosexual, but like fries. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just sounds good to say, dude. You're just like, fuck. That's how I felt. Did you tell me that? I was like, I've never heard that. Shit, here we are. Learning every day. Every day. Cheese fries. Like booty hole. Yeah, uh, booty hole. Chili cheese fries. Crisp $5 bills. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all I know is is crisp crisp bills smell great. Like That's it. if booty hole smelled like crisp money, I would be rich. Oh, Whatever the fuck that like means. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go on, man. No, you're good, dude. We're hanging out. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, man. I and so I just like I love you, man. And uh, you know, you just like inspire me. Yeah, dude. And I, you just inspire me to like, uh, you know do the things that I want to do, which is like, um, make music and make dubstep. And I play like drums, but, um, you know, I want to like get into electronic music production, um, in all like forms, you know? And, uh, yeah. And this, you know, dirty work, I don't really give a fuck about like talking shop or anything. So, um, you know, I'd like to pick your brain about, just some like production and like uh how you uh got into that uh my boy mike pisani yeah i know mike he <laughs> was a, a very strong influence on my uh, i mean just production that dude is like the most uh intense is the word like in t- intense is an understatement in the po- in a positive way 
that dude is very articulate and detailed with how he observes his perspective on sound, not music, sound. Sound. His dude, Frequencies. that dude, he like, he that gave dude me smells colors. Review. Yeah. He, he gave me a review of my the EP that I'm about to drop, and like I still haven't opened the message yet because <laughs> I was at work, <laughs> and like he was you like, knew. Doo -doo -doo, doo -doo. Yeah. and like yeah. with, he he had the song title, and I knew with everything after that was like a very detailed description of how he perceived it. That that dude when when I was starting, like like I was producing long before I met Mike, but. Mike is what like it was it was a very very uh, uh strong catalyst to my growth him and uh Craig Blackmore yes yeah how so they were just like you know I um I don't remember how I even met him how I met them but I did and <laughs> they were willing to show me stuff in yeah. a program that I was just learning about. It was, it was like in my early stages when I was like hungry as fuck to learn, like as discouraged as I was by how like it is to be discouraged as an upcoming producer. They were like, Oh yeah, this, that, this, that, this. And even then, even after like meeting them and like, you know, it still took, um, a repetitive years of me just trying to find the right formula until I found it. And uh, yeah, Mike and Craig were huge catalysts for that. 100%. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, that sounds about right. Mike is, was my go-to guy when I like started the pod. So like I had a podcast years ago um, with my boy Andre and um you know, I, I, I tried to get my own thing like this going, but I hate editing. I hate doing all that shit, which is not ironic. I, I just like you only have so much time and bandwidth as you get older. And like, I definitely have fucked around enough. So it's like I'm trying to like utilize enough of my time. And I just kind of like realize you can't do it without a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. You know what I'm saying? Like ev every time, yeah. every time. So. <laughs> Cream no Teamwork makes the cream squirt. So yeah, uh Mike is uh when I because I want to like get this going. I want to show him something that I got it going, have a couple podcasts under my belt. This would be like 12, you know. Mike's been on the podcast nice. before. Um and he i you was like about, you got about 18 more i think i heard on another podcast it's like 30 when you like the, the 30th podcast is when the shit is like you're like Mwah. you'll know if you can you might already be there i already feel like we're there right now so you might yeah, have dude. fucking thank you cross the threshold prior like yeah i listen right. to a lot of podcasts and this like we're just talking right now and yeah before That's we started talking, <laughs> embarrassingly, I, I went on Google. I was like, uh, vocal uh, speech or speech exercises. Just, 
just to get it out the way. Will sounds. Will sounds. Just kind of just. So like, um, I'm a huge fan of like that last minute, like. I I I B movie production. B production, <laughs> just like throw it just together, like, natural. Yeah, dude, that's what we're going for. Just like clerks, <laughs> just yeah. like like so before, like so before I met Mike, I I I would actually. This is like, I don't know if you want to hear any of this. This is like, dude, please. The so okay, high school, I was in graphic design. Uh, I want to say t- two thousand. 2008 yeah no 2007 2008 that was the range and I um around that time I was like sober as fuck and I was hanging out with some of my friends that I like knew from elementary school and we like started like pretend rapping and like recording videos and shit it was just like really before before it was cool to be silly like that and put it on youtube yeah. before youtube yeah. was yeah. like big like yes good times man absolutely anyway so like um, camcorders and dell laptops yeah, yeah bro oh boy let me tell absolutely. you man desktop computers with the backs no doubt yeah dude just yeah, like dude i mean you know much good footage do you know, do you know how much of that shit was just lost forever just because a whole camcorder's worth got like busted or lost or spilled on or something like anything you uploaded on myspace yeah right right i'm sure we i'm sure if we could burn internet data we would probably start with that but yo speaking yo (laughs) i i I will go on a tangent i'm not going to because it's about it's about google i can't it's a really deep tangent it's about lambda no it's actually about google play music and how they went to youtube music and it's a whole thing yeah. anyway so anyway i'm gonna go back to the story so anyway so like i at graphic design high school um me and my friends were doing music stuff and one of my friends it was like four of us if we would have stuck together and done stuff we probably would have been able to do way more but you know life separate yeah, paths yeah but so um one of the friends was using fl studio and he was also the person to show me dubstep for the first time yeah. and like um bam bam boom so many fucking switches were flipped like at that moment as that blah, 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 happened t- with dubstep <laughs> yeah Naturally. it's I, just I it, dude, it's not when who and when was this uh or what, this was what my did friend. you hear that like flipped you off so uh, i don't want to even so um he he played a was mix it nectar and no 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 it was that sir actually okay. it was it was well. on it was like it was back it was back it was i like, forgot like yeah i i forgot he was a I, I hate it but dude it's crazy every yeah. time i like think about any of those artists i just remember how i felt when i liked them and how i felt afterwards i was just like yeah oh, yeah you feel right. cheated so i need to not hold anybody up here ever yeah totally to Ever, You're just ever, yourself, ever. Not even bro. My, just yourself. And my mom, me, and my mom. That's like word. That's it, dude. Word. Like, like my mom. Like anyway. So anyway. So high school, blah blah. I meet. He shows me dubstep, and I'm like, wow, this is cool. 
and I loosely start producing. I find a demo at the studio. This is like a loose, like two years of me just kind of fucking around with music production. And eventually I get FL Studio when I'm, I want to say 18 years old. And I start like producing seriously, like not seriously, seriously, just kind of like boom, pat, boom, boom. A lot pat. more seriously than I was doing at 18. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, I, uh, it got, it got way side, like things, things got out of control. Like back then, like it, all I know is, is when it comes to drugs, you when you're younger you need to just not you yeah. need to just stick to weed Preach. at least like yeah <laughs> just stick yeah. to weed like yeah don't try to take I, it I only I, I never i i didn't yeah i was i was a big i barely drank in high school but i was a big stoner and i was i was good right where i was at dude i was like out of high school and i was like y'all were doing blow what the fuck like no that's what i said that's bro. crazy i wasn't doing dude i was doing blow in high school that's like, see, like I managed to graduate high school on time. Like, all right, Hell good. Yeah. But after high school is when, like, yeah, is when I was like, oh shit, Ween, what's that? Like, <laughs> oh okay, and okay. She got yeah, she got weird. Like whatever. Talk, I haven't I, been sober uh, since I was twelve. So let's talk about it. <laughs> all I know is, is anybody listening right now, if you ever feel like you want to end your life before you do that talk to somebody talk to just Please. talk to someone talk to anybody thank you yes yeah. that might be what changes your whole life don't before you do anything crazy just talk to someone don't talk to anyone talk to someone you know that will actually give a fuck and that's yeah anyway fucking um and so more importantly talk to yourself and know the difference between the chatter of the mind and the conversation of the soul. And the conversation between your dick and your heart or your pussy. Because <laughs> nobody else is worth you fucking in your life too as well. Stone out there. There's so many reasons, but so many people like will let like romance fucking the momentum will move against them. And you gotta especially at a young age, like when you think you're in love, like and there are drugs involved. That's why I'm like saying fuck it's like Fucking smoke weed, be in love, have fun, like make the silly mistakes. Don't make the crazy mistakes where, you know, irreversible trauma where, you know, you you try to do something and, it, you know, you either succeed or you fail. And if you don't succeed, you have to deal with that. Like, yeah, bro, that dirty work. God, I fucking hate that myself. Fucking- Dude, it's it's dirty, man. Like I'll I'm, tell you, I I feel that, man. I um, I was sort of a sheltered kid, um, growing up, and I always felt like in my young teens, mid twenties, that um, I kind of not had to like impress anybody, but I knew that I just felt like everybody knew something I didn't, and. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's I kind of like just kept it chill, but just smoking weed. And like I knew that I could like make my own decisions. I wasn't like that. I was always like because I was curious. I wanted to get into it all, but I like had to be I wanted to. I knew that I was going to like do drugs, but I wanted to do drugs for my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to stay tripping. 
So like, I was like, I know that like I'm growing right now in high school and everything. Like, I just, I just knew like, dude, just wait, man, smoke weed, just relax. But in like that, like wanting to being like, uh, feeling like sort of sheltered and like not in the know, uh, I definitely like tried too hard a little at times. And then, um, did you crash? Uh, not like, yeah, of course, crash. of course you do, you know? And, and, uh, just damn, I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember my, uh, <laughs> point here. Um, sorry. no, it's okay. Uh, just like, uh, it blows up in your face and doing the drugs, uh, obviously like, that like came it uh about like 23 i started like fucking with coke and like a lot of k like you know and, but like psychedelics about 18 yeah 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 and i wish i never touched it dude you know what i'm saying because it's like that's nuts man yeah i really like i had him in front of me i can't tell you how much like growing up until that but i was just like i didn't give a fuck like it, i'm good on it I got into the bass scene and like went to like I saw it was at a Yeti show. It was my first dubstep DJ I ever saw was Yeti at the stick. And, you know, he just like he's like, here, take a bump. And I just like took it. All right. I had done coke before, but like. With bass music, dude, (laughs) like when you do coke at a Yeti show, it doesn't matter how many took. It's just different, you know, (laughs) so it's like hard to, uh, you know, and now it's just like being in that scene which i got my own opinions about the scene uh which we'll uh stay away from but uh yeah sober that's a really funny story just like uh, it's it's a good night (laughs) dude so i remember the day i came up i decided to like so only a handful of people who know me they call me trillo Trillo was who I was for a few years before Hari. And so the night I came up with Hari, uh, I was hanging out with this dude who is a DJ who will not be named because he's not doing anything anymore. He used to be popular. He's not. But uh, he introduced me to ketamine for the first time. Turns out it was not even ketamine. It was polar bear tranquilizer. What so like fuck? yeah dude it was literally so what the this fuck? was the first time i heard this was the first time i heard g jones too and like <laughs> everything was like Bing! and i was like i have to change how i make music i get it i get it now this is why because i didn't get bass music before that moment before that that was the moment i was like oh I oh, oh, oh all these fucking fucking mobile devices like yeah, the fact that you took polar bear, the fact that you took polar bear, but the fact that you took polar bear tranquilizers, whatever it said on the bottle, there's an active chemical in there that aligned those sound frequencies, those audio frequencies that allowed you to have that experience. And it's like, that's ketamine, right? So like, that's, yeah, hey, you know, uh, at, at this point, we don't know much about it, but um, I I hit some ketamine for the first time in a while uh, over this past weekend and at Miso. And, dude, 
uh, it it sets you straight and I it it can get away from you quick. But like, you know, that's the beautiful thing about bass music is that like it's so structured and um, I mean, you could probably elaborate on it a little more than I can, but like it, it just guides a trip in a way that like because it's kind of there's no there's not a lot of lyrics a lot of the time. Um, and if mm-hmm. there are, it's a chorus that kind of matches the melody that you already were feeling from the from the synth lines and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the chorus, like whatever, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you whatever you can have like a dark chord, whatever, you know. But like EDM isn't the type to like actually, you know, on that, like have like a very upbeat sounding song and like really dark lyrics. Right. Like it's kind of like it doesn't want to trick you. It's uh, it's it's kind of like the DJ is there to like kind of guide everyone through like and you can like go to a sudden death show or like a pretty light show. And it's like you're going to both of those shows for two different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you go to see a band and it's like the same person will go to see Slipknot or like the dead. And you're going to go to DTE for the same amount of time, about four hours you know, and like the dead will just play, but like other bands that have some openers and stuff. And it's like the same time block. And like, you know, it's, I guess like you, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, and there's like a, there's a message for the maggots and there's like this message for deadheads and like, it's all this thing. But like the beautiful thing about bass music is that it does that in a way that like it brings everyone together just to dance and like the physicality of it, um, mm-hmm. bringing it into the real world like that, like, hearing music but also like the drugs um the psychedelics like, that that kind of tied in for the interpersonal work and you can you can find that through music dancing sober oh yeah and board, you could do it you could do it all sober meditation um all, everything sober you can also for people who can't get to the that alignment that we're talking about that bass music will bring you to through drugs like Sometimes a bump academy will get you there, and it's like depending on who you are. Sometimes you know? it won't. Yeah, and it, and sometimes it won't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, totally. It's, um, I, it's it's hit or miss. It's a spectrum. It I, it's just like you know, just like the emergence of dubstep. It's a spectrum. And I didn't take. I didn't have to take Molly to like dubstep. I was fucking sober and young. Yeah, same. That shit, and same. I was like, whoa. The coolest thing about EDM is for me, like growing up from about 2006 and on like that's kind of like when i started hearing like drum and bass or like house you know and stuff and then like 2008 2010 like skrillex and stuff and it's like oh shit it just took off and the way that it has developed and branched out but also like all it takes is one drop one sound in a peekaboo sound song or a fucking uh space jesus drop or something and it's like it changes the entire fucking game. You know what I'm saying? And it's so collective like that. And then like these guys like hand out these stems and do like, so for me, it was excision. And then everybody virus. replicates it and does their own version of it. Until and the next it's, one comes and then it's like, that's what I've noticed, dude. Honestly, like if I remember, remember, remember Mastodon. Fuck yeah. That rhythm hit from, uh, oh. oh dude, that, that dude used to make such heavy dubstep. I thought you meant and the then. Band. Fuck. Oh no 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 <laughs> no, dude! Mastodon, Rez, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Remember? Uh, I think I'm uh, thinking of uh, Megalodon. 
Megalodon. No, no, no. It's Macedon. He was this young kid from Australia. Like, I can't remember his actual name, but he was just making some of the oh, wildest, fuck. wettest tear out. Like, just hey, bro, uh, I got there. less than a minute on this uh, on this video. It's like uh, a thing. So it's about to come. Hello. All right. What up? We back. I gotta say the CP if I haven't. Oh, if I haven't. You're no, yeah, dude. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was listening to it. Um, yeah, before we uh got on here. Oh yeah, I, uh, I listened. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, you're good, bro. Um, yeah, uh, just bringing it back to the EP. Um, just uh, if we could uh, just talk about it a little bit, because I loved it, dude. Um, it's Wookie. It's fucking Basie. It's fucking in Casey. It's fucking it's some hard shit, man. I, uh, I didn't listen to it with headphones, but I got some nice speakers above me um, and it's fucking it passed the bathroom test where like I listened to it low. At like late the at night bathroom test. and i went and take a piss and i could hear the bass in the bathroom and that's how you know <laughs> that's damn that's, that's my new test. to me i never heard that yeah it's, it's just like oh, you wait have... oh i you know what no i have i haven't been able to put a name that's yes. something i do when i'm working on music it'll be loud and i'll keep my door open i'll go to the bathroom and then i'll have an idea like while i'm in there yeah, because you just hear know. like the 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 bones of the song, and it's like, oh shit, yeah. wait. You know what I like to do sometimes uh, when I'm fucking around with music. Hear. I like to okay, like so I have a dog and a cat, and I have a small radio playing on my microwave in my kitchen at all times, tuned to eighty nine point nine. It's a it's a NPR radio station, and they have like five different shows every day. And like from hip hop to fucking right, dude, to fucking punk. I'm sorry, I'm, fucking. That timing was a little too. <laughs> continue from hip hop to punk, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I like to like have that just playing in the kitchen at all times, mm-hmm. and then I'll be in the other room listening to music. And sometimes they just kind of like hit right at the same time, and it's like, dude, if you just it, you know, just it, just you know, uh, inspiration does not come without. Uh, you know, like the awareness, I feel like none of the jokes that I write or like ideas that I have, it's just a calling or like something that passes through you, you know, the frequency, you just, your, your brain is a, is a uh, radio transmitter, you know, and it's just whatever station you want to tune into. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to write jokes, you kind of just tune into that. If you want to make music, you tune into that, but you sit there and if you really just like, catch it's it don't go looking for what you want to make make what you need to make what's in your head what's inside you in the moment and get it out of the fucking way so you can get down to like what you really want to make right and and uh precisely yeah no matter how Uh, long it takes some people give up a lot of people give up 
and and uh for you uh i know that you like started out i guess at this point i don't know if you still do but like you played in punk bands and uh got your start uh with all that you're like a vocalist and a bass player i think right if i if my i, I drummed for a little bit and <laughs> i was a vocalist okay um i tried bass but i wasn't like it it was weird. It was weirdly natural, but like the band didn't end up staying together. We didn't end up yeah, going any did. further. Yeah. 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 The best piece of advice as an artist I got was from that uh movie That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks and Tom Everett Scott and Liv Tyler and shit. And he's just like chilling in a jazz cafe in like the sixties with this with his idol. Who he, he like made it big now this kid the drummer of this band and he's like sitting just chilling with his idol and the guy's just like man uh and guy the main character is like telling him how his band is like in trouble you know what i'm saying like nobody's getting along and he's like man you got to keep on playing no matter with who and it's just like mm. that's just it man you gotta like you everybody you know even a drummer is a front man you know and it's just steps to get to where you're at uh or where you need to be or where you want to be oh yeah <laughs> that is the realest shit ever man totally you, you right. know and and so, it's yeah. not and and complacency is death you know if you if you don't keep on like i play in this band with these older dudes and it's like original metal hard rock shit and it's like it's like legit you know and I don't know what we'll do with it, yeah. but like it keeps me playing one day a week. And, uh, you know, you, you got to keep on playing no matter with who. And it's kept me playing to this point. And now I got a little studio um, and I'm making my own shit. And uh, how long you been working on this EP? Well, how long, well, how long have you been like coming up like with the studio, man? Like, I'm gonna hear about your fruition, man. You've been working. No, nah, no, nah, nah, fuck that. No, nah, people know about me. They get enough of me, dude. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. Oh, so okay. The CP. This here. is my studio, bro. Look, it's a fucking sheet. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, just a good touch back to the band stuff. Like, yeah. Um, we that can talk was about all, whatever you want. I'm just playing, that, bro. That, that was a, yeah, no, that was all. As long as like, it's about you, my friend. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> It was all before a lot of the stuff I told you earlier about my friends and being sober. Like, I was sober with those kids, too. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Whoa. Holy shit. Hold on. All right. Let me back that up. No. I was sober doing the production stuff. And then I grew out of those friends. I didn't grow out of them, but I started going to a different high school. And I met other people. And that's when I started, like, I was in drama club and I was like hanging out Word. with a bunch of skaters and like yeah. bands and like fucking Underoath, fucking yes. Yes. Black Dahlia Murder, fuck yeah, Born of Osiris. Uh, we're the list goes on. Fucking Job for Cowboy. We were just like fuck yeah, dude. So fuck yeah. Really my brother got dude. My brother was a huge Job for a Cowboy guy. He he got me into like death metal and he was uh yeah. If I if I could yeah, explain my brother 
through one band, it would be job for a cowboy. <laughs> we would get along. I if you ever <laughs> if you if you can remember this, say Brie Brie Four Doors. If he knows what I'm talking about, maybe he does. Oh, maybe he won't. He will. He would. He's dead, but he would. He would. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> no, it's peace, fine. Man. It's fine. No, he everybody knows. That. Everybody knows. It's, from, no, it's okay. It's from. It's, all good. it's from. Uh, it's from. Uh, one of their first albums. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Called. The track is called Knee Deep, and they okay. go three, yeah. three, four doors. Damn son, like. still yeah. got it. Yeah, watch this. No. So I was not like a deep vocal. See what I did there in that while? I wasn't. I'm not like a. I was never a deep vocalist. I was a like a screamer. And when I drummed, it was like so. The friends that like they were like, yeah, we play. You know, one of my friends was good at guitar. His dad has played guitar for a long ass time, and then he taught his son how to play guitar. His son liked fucking Under Oath and Shiotos and whatever. And then knew this one kid who had drums, knew another kid who had a guitar who liked the same band. Met me who like didn't know shit about it. And they were like, oh, here you go. And then exposed me to it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I love Seosin. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Especially when Anthony Green was in Seosin. Anyway, so like fucking that all happened. And then all the stuff happened with like um, me. Oh man, dude, my story is fucking wild. I don't even know where to fucking start or like. This is this is it, like... dude. It's dirty, man. It's all good. All right, so talking. anyway, so like after the band stuff, I started producing more. I started hanging out with what was the band called in high school? So the first band was, <laughs> uh, it was the Peanut Gallery. Then it was Myra, <laughs> Myra Mains. So. It... <laughs> Like Myra M Y R A M A I N E S Myra Mains. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just hard. Yeah. That's deep, bro. That's deep. I don't. That's pretty much all I remember about that. As far as the name goes, we played Battle of the Bands. Who was dating a girl named Maya? <laughs> no. So it was just literally uh, Myra. I'm sorry. What? What? You no. Said Myra it, Mains. So it. Myra. No, it was. My remains, like oh, my remains, like yeah, yeah. My remains, not not Myra, but okay, okay. See, so it's two words. It was my, two words. No, so it was. The, <laughs> 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 the name of the band was My Remains, like a female or a woman, whatever you'd look, you know, a person. And oh, it was a play on. My hey, don't, dude, remains. Don't, don't don't worry about it. it's not it's not a stupid <laughs> name. It's not a stupid name at all. I was in a band. We made one song, but you gotta count it. Uh, the band was called Donna Martin Graduates. So that's way better than the fucking band. What the heck? It's a great song. What too. do you oh, mean, I, man? Oh, uh, come on. Shit. So anyway, yeah. So uh, I fucking started producing. <laughs> And um, how long you been? I at started it? like how long, you, how long you been making dub stuff? Fuck. Did you start with like experimental uh, or? Uh, so, oh, this is where it gets foggy. So, like, I want to say, so I moved to California 
for like a construction job in like 2011, 2012. This is when I was like super on the fence about whatever. I came out here because I really wanted to do stand up. That was that well out there because I really wanted to do stand up. That was like my yeah. whole thing. I moved to Santa Ana, had a I'm construction so, I job. I just snorted like, into the mic. I'm so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> I need like a cough button. I like, need a snort button. My, I'm fucking, my friend was like, yeah, 10 an hour doing construction work. I've never even worked construction before, but I was like, fucking California. Fuck Jesus. yeah. Go out there. An hour. Fucking three, three months go by. When was this? And he ends up selling my mat. <laughs> this was like 2011 into 2012, like, like okay. early 2012, like spring. So he ends up selling my mattress and moving back to Michigan without me. Like, not without what me, the fuck brought me out there. Sold the so, mattress like, from under just, your back, dude. Dude, I was asleep downstairs in the living room. It's you were asleep when up. he sold it's it? That's story. fucking crazy. Dude, it's the it's the craziest story. Just rips it out from under you. No, I was like downstairs and yeah. like I didn't even know he was leaving. Like it was just one of those like I woke up and then I went to go speak to my the boss. I'm like, hey, where's John? He's like, Oh, he went back to Michigan. I'm like, what? My fucking bed is gone. Where what his stuff fuck? is gone. Where's what the fuck? Literally the most wild, like, anyway. Yeah, it so, happens. Trust me, dude. Trust me. I yeah. get it. I get it. Like, I, I, I was out in Colorado for a while. And uh, yeah, we don't want to talk about that mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so while during that period, while I was there with my kid left me, I called my uncle. I was like, yeah. I need to like, oh, there's like a whole other thing that happened before that. Like I had an opportunity to do a 10 minute slot at a comedy club in Northern Hollywood. I forgot the name of it, but I like was calling and calling and calling different comedy clubs and just trying to get a moment. And I got a moment and this person I was working with, I'm not going to name names, but all I know is, is like different people dislike different people for different reasons. And sometimes people are just who they are because of how they were raised. Assholes. Anyway, yeah, assholes. I was like, hey, man, I have this opportunity. Like, we're in Santa Ana, North Hollywood. Like, that's a whole, like, journey. I was like, I'll pay you, like, this much money. He said no. I said, please, like, it literally will be, like, this much time. He said no. Got depressed, called my uncle. And he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do this, this. He was like, you got to only pick one for now. Like, just pick one. And I picked music. And then I started rapping. Before I started producing, I started rapping. I rapped for shit until I got into a rap group. I was able to open up for Trick Trick at that venue in uh, uh, fucking Riverview. What is it called? I forgot what it's called that venue it, i don't remember but like that was like it it was like a journey like i was i have like a slew of albums on bandcamp like i can't share it like publicly because it's very highly cancelable <laughs> content it's very Hell yeah. very 2012 like if you heard it you'd be like word i love it and then uh Fucking time maybe maybe I can hear it on the DL one day. Yeah, you you no. If you hear, I'll I'll send I'll send you the link. 
you're gonna be like, yes. what the fuck? fuck? Yes. A lot of it's hold, like, hey, very, dude, hold very, on one second. I think I think my radio turned out in my kitchen. I can hear it like in my headphones. One second. Sorry. Weird. <laughs> I'll be here. So Breeze has a new flavor. It's called blueberry watermelon. The blueberry watermelon flavor features two flavors, blueberry and watermelon. Do you like blueberries? Do you like watermelon? Well, this is two of them in one. Dude, my fucking cat. My fucking cat turned the radio on. (laughs) Trying to hear some tunes. Speaking of cats, you see that new game that uh, is on the PlayStation, fucking Strays, where it's like you play as the point of view of a cat. I think I did. And you hear can something meow. about you could just Dude, be a cat. It is, it is, it's like a, it's. <laughs> I I it's got a little perfect. almost too excited. It's it's almost like I sold my PlayStation to get an Xbox. It's not available right. on Xbox, so my life is kind of just like ooh ah. Uh, <laughs> Say I need. <laughs> so yeah. So um, what was that? So yeah, no. Um, so I, you were talking about um, California. Your, uh, I I moved back, and I was rapping, and that's when I started. Kind of 2012 is when I came back. Um, I started like focusing on that. I hooked up with old people that I've met like in the past. I ran into new people over the years. Um, just learned different things. And then, you know, some old friends from high school I ran into in like 2014, 2015. We started a rap crew called Names and like we were just doing different stuff. We were, I don't know if you know who Mike Murder is. But he, yeah, no, he, that dude is, like, he, like, brand fucking genius, like, super artistic, super passionate about everything he was doing. Like, he's still doing stuff, like, regardless of anybody paying attention, like, he's always just still, like. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, like, it's a different path for everybody, you know, but you got to do it. You got to yeah. fucking get in there and make it happen. That's why I appreciate you, man. He's. I see. He's yeah. He's uh he's playing. He played uh Big Fam last year main stage with. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. He um was in a band. I forgot the other dude's name. You're on Big Fam, right? You're you're playing. Yeah. Big Fam. Yes. Yeah. Fuck yes, dude. Main stage this year. Hey. I got I got diva ish about it. I was like, hey, God. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I got I got some main stage sound. And they were Fuck like, yes, dude. Okay. Okay, yeah, buddy. I've known it. Like, I've known it. I always <laughs> pick you up, dude. I show my friends. Seriously, man. Seriously, you, you. I love your sound. Uh, Thank you, uh, Giraffely, dude. Yeah, dude. I always try to catch your sets uh, whenever I uh, can. Um, and Giraffely definitely has that big boy sound. You know what I'm saying? Uh, your uh, first song inspired by Academy. Fuck yeah, yeah! I could tell it's got that it's got that sandy sort of like low end where it just like you know what I'm do you know what I'm like talking about like a lot especially a lot of like ketamine induced bass it has that sandy like what is that sound that like when it goes past like it's like bass and then low end and then you layer all that but then like there's that 
like static, but it's like that perfectly like placed just snow over the it sounds like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just noise. It's literally like literally like yeah, the term is like noise in the DAW. And okay, there's ways like so when you're doing sound design, there's different options like as far as like filters you can use and sure noise is a filter that you can use that will give that like fuzzy like I just noticed like a long yeah, I like noticed like a long time ago. Not a long time ago. Back in nineteen thirty six. A long time ago I realized like, oh shit, like this is like I love that distorted like I love I love shades, but like on a like I don't know if you fuck with black moth super rainbow or tobacco. I don't know if you ever heard of them. No. Dude, <laughs> check out Black Mountain Super Rainbow or Tobacco. I'll send you a Black link. Mountain They're... Super Rainbow? No, Black Moth Super Rainbow. Yeah, okay. And what yeah, was that it's other one? very uh, tobacco. Yeah. It's just one word, tobacco. It's just like super, like, I can't really describe it. It's just super grind, like, 8 bit, like, video game it's like vcr music <laughs> like if like you know the sound of a vcr like rewinding or like or i can't even i sound fucking nuts right now but it's no, uh just a little drunk <laughs> yeah it, it's it's when you when you hear it it's like soulful it's like if a vcr had a heart and a brain what the fuck <laughs> hold up I'm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna throw it up right now Dude, if you're gonna play a song, you gotta you gotta play "Fantasy Trash Wave" by uh, Black Mouth Super Rainbow. I just spilled my water a little bit. That's fine. I know, dude. That's liquid gold. Right. Stay hydrated, kids. So to this day, so we I we opened up for Trick Trick. I got into a rap group over time. We opened up for Trick Trick. In that rap group, like before that moment, we were like doing the most. Like back when Bass God was popular, we were like putting Molly and jugs of water, or, like milk jugs of water, and like just rapping for like yeah. days. And just like, <laughs> dude, just really like days. Like, I'm not, there's no over exaggeration. We were just like, <laughs> I'm sure, not, not even writing things and like, like that album, I could send you that too. Like I produced most of the beats on that album. Please do. And that's when okay. that's that's when I realized I was like, oh fuck, I need to like get like for real. And then I started getting for you, you real. You noticed you had a little a little something something. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's you and gotta then, buy your own uh, bullshit at some point. You know, I have like imposter syndrome huge, you know, and that's what's like really fucked with me. Um I guess like all of it's a lot of shit, but it could be chalked up too. It all comes out as imposter syndrome, and that's what like holds you back. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and it never years, it never goes away. I've always kind of known, yeah, that people are people, and if you could do something, I could do something. You know, that's I try to keep up with sports, but then you like learn your limitations, and then it's like okay, I I'm maybe I'm not like a football player or anything, and. Uh, 
uh, you find like what speaks to you and like what you should be doing and everything. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. I should be better at this. I should have let you, I should, I should have known what I was dealing with, who I was fucking with. Yeah, I did it again. Hey, man, um, hats, bro. <laughs> I'll, uh, continue. Well, no, I'm, uh, I got AirPods in, bro. I'm right here. Yeah, totally. Um, Ah, shit. I did it again. Right here. I'm right here. I'm literally same same stuff. Well, yeah, I was... Well, uh, that uh, my water fucked me up. Um, H2O. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Imposter syndrome. And that's why I look to you and it's like I see a lot of myself in you and I would like to uh, you know, reflect and, uh, you know, like I like to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll tell you exactly like why I love people and like what I like about certain people and like the things I want to be involved with and like why I, you know, not like use people, but like, dude, I fuck with you, you know, like that. It's just like, and, and, and it's when I see it, you know, when I see it in real life, you know, cause like you see it all like, online at first these days and then you finally like find people boots on the ground that actually do it and it's like oh okay let's go you know and like i've met like a lot of people in the scene but um yeah you're definitely a character and so your sound design do you do that yourself or do you or do you so it varies like how much so goes into... sometimes i so sometimes like so um i want to say for Deep cut, live and direct, and uh, Rolla were sounds that I designed and sent. As for uh, Jirafly, was a a bass sample from a Truth sound pack that they gave away on their exclusive. And I built drums and effects and everything else around it to the point cool. where like, that's like, that's truth is so that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I love mostly about producing is what most people don't, most people try to like, most people come into producing thinking that you have to just produce and you can go into it that way. You can fucking make your own kicks. You can make your own stairs. You can combine snares yeah. that you make. You can yeah. combine a snare you made, two snares you've made with another yeah. snare somebody else made. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, totally. I've always, I've always been a producer driven on sound design and samples. Both go hand in hand really well. And totally. it's also really easy to customize samples and make them your own. That's where, like, that's where you get your thumbprint as a producer. Yeah, it's the perfect pairing of your sound design and samples. The yeah. yeah, it's arrangement. It's arrangement is a huge thing. That that's what really. That's what I really I, like. It took me years. That's what I like about this okay. EP is that the way that it flows. Um, it like starts out hard and experimental and wookie and. Uh, I, I got like these like Yeezus tones 
like during like that, <laughs> like before like the second drop, sort of like that in that break, um, towards the end, um, and then like yeah, like that sandy sort of like the noise, kind of like I don't know if you know Goop Steppa, but I've always liked him uh, for a, a while. Yeah. I don't know if you fuck with him, but uh, and then like the second track, uh, Live and Direct, it's I, I just wrote down Booty Cheeks because it's just a fucking uh. It's a booty cheek. Uh, not booty cheeks, but like booty cheeks dropping, and it's just like. Oh no! Fucking, I said booty cheeker. Uh, uh, it just goes like fully off, and you're just like in it, and um, and it has, you know, that second drop is, it there's like five or six different breaks in it, and it's just like it wakes you up and. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's basically living direct is how you look right now is uh when everyone throws the mask up um and gets serious. Uh Giraffley is a I mean it's it is a beautiful track, dude. It is seriously like it is Thank you. it like encases full spectrum like 3D sound, you know what I'm saying? Like I really like I hear it and it's a it's a monster track um and and the last uh you know the last track deep cut um it's just got that like low end bouncy like and that cut off um you just like take your time in the beginning and 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 that and and that that cut off um and it just like falls off dude and just like it like really takes you on a ride man it takes you up and down and up and down through the tracks and through the tracks themselves like uh you know, one, two, three, four. And uh, it's a perfectly rounded EP, dude, for real. Like, you should, I can't wait to hear it live on Damn, some reels. Dude, thank you. You know what I'm saying? That that makes me feel really good. I'm the, this, is like, no, this is no Mike Pisani review, but this is just, you know, oh, no, it, I fuck it, with I, it. I still have yet to read it. Yeah, no. It, as one of my mentors, I already know that that's going to be a, a wild review. Absolutely. But, like, it's, it's great hearing how everybody else feels about it because I put I'm sure. so I I didn't even realize I was making this EP until I um it was July 4th I like sat down and I was like all right what the fuck is going on right now let me like yeah. gather what I'm doing and then I gathered what I had and I was like all right I need to make at least two tracks right now and then maybe something can occur and then uh something that hasn't happened in a while it's the benefit of being single and like because i was so caught up with just so much stupid stuff and the moment i was like back like with myself and able to like listen to my head able to actually translate actually able to channel not that relationships are bad they can be supportive but i sometimes you, you have to separate yourself from certain toxicities to freaking grow Gross yeah. In not, hindsight, yeah. relationships are like a perfect um, because even if you can't remember certain dates when they started, when you really fell in love or when it really ended or when you finally stopped fucking or anything like for the last time, like, you know, that that memory in that portion of your life has a beginning and an end. And mm -hmm. knowing that. Uh, you know, as above, so below, like you, so does your life and everyone's life. So don't waste anyone's time. But also like you can't you got to date to like date yourself. You know, you got to put yourself out there to know 
what you want and who you want to be for somebody else and all that. So, but yeah, I'm single right now, dude. And I've never, this has been the longest I've been single. I got no plans on, I got so much, I got to, I'm trying to elevate myself. You know what I'm saying? Before I, you know, I, I've really have had no business on the tip I'm on, dude. Yeah, dude. On the tip I'm on, like I should have never given anybody my time in any way because of the things that I want in my life. And I just see like the work that, and I've oh. always stayed in it my own way, you know, but Don't think about it that way. man. Oh no, just, dude, I'm totally hopeful and, and positive about the future. It's, but, a nice, uh, it's, a, it's a nice step back. It's nice to be able to like step back and be like, Oh shit, here I am. Here yeah. 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 And that's I what I mean with relationships. Today. You can look back on those memories, those totally like book ended memories and 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 learn oh, from that yeah i get you know? what you mean and they just like it, it's yeah you know and it's hard to like separately like that with like up. childhood traumas and bullshit other things but relationships are a great way to like really catalog life and like the person you were before during and after that kind of shit sorry yeah. growth growth or decay that's yeah, the the common theme in life like you can grow from things or decay from them I, every fucking every fucking good relationship I've been in, something has like carried on to me. Like I have like a weird yes. shrine in my room. Yeah, like, you're an amalgamation of, pe- of just and, the people like, you've been with. Yeah, the crystals and people you surround yourself with uh, <laughs> will either do you or it's you a know. wild ride. Fucking, yeah, absolutely. I all of this like. Man, all I know is is like when I first started producing, my stepdad was like, "So many people are doing this. Like, you should join the military." I'm yeah, I thought about that. it a couple times. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't. Yeah, like, dude, I got enough issues. Like, what the fuck? He's happy I didn't either. Yeah, for I sure. How so? You uh, you still talk to your parents and you got a family. Like, where were you born and uh, you from? You uh, st- I don't know if you mentioned where you're staying now or are you from where you're staying or. So uh, we got to you know what we got about six minutes uh left on this uh recording so uh not okay. to if I, uh, not to like cut you short or anything. I, I can I don't, nutshell. I don't, much, I don't know how much time you uh, got. I got a nutshell for you. So, yeah, no, I've been in Ipsy for the last 10 years. Before that, I lived in Downriver, like Woodhaven, Michigan. I lived there in the 90s when it was, like, the last, like, bit of the racist 80s, 70s, 60s. Downriver. Yeah, Yeah, it was a very weird time. That's a whole different story. But, you know, I survived. I'm here. VCRs are gone. We all have Netflix uh right bam bam boom wi-fi (laughs) i don't know dude life life has just been like a weird like some of the best advice i think i've ever heard when it comes to like all this everything that anybody does and this is what i think of every day he said everybody has their own journey up the path like of the like everyone wants to look inside of the crater of their like genre of interests and they all have their own path, like up the side of it. Like some people have elevators, some people have these sticks, some people don't have legs, but fucking people fucking are able to get in 
or look or able to see into it. And that's like something I had a conversation with Benji and uh, Donnie of uh, two beer crew, like a couple of years ago, just talking about how we suffer for this. Like people think it's like all like, you know, anyone could just be a DJ and play other people's music, but like, it's the suffering isn't negative. Life is suffering. It's not all growth. Like, yes. you know, there's resistance met all the time. And, you know, the growth comes from meeting that suffering with humor, with, with imagination. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, no, like, bam, bam, like building on it, like building with it. Like, and then eventually you see into that crater. And depending on, like, you know, I used to be super hungry and thirsty as fuck for this shit. I used to be like, oh, man, I want to fucking DJ. I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. And then the moment the moment I wanted to give up is when shit started just kind of falling in my lap. And this EP is literally just like that. I was at a moment where I wasn't feeling myself. Literally just relationship stuff, emotions. And then... Yeah something clicked in my head like yo no what the hell no dude you're this is what you, you gotta do this this is what you're supposed to do and then i gathered like i said fucking july 4th gathered all my tracks that i had and i was like whoa maybe i should put some more tune a couple more tunes together 69 and fuck no it's not 69 it's called jurafly now or what how, how, how do you pronounce it I'm an idiot, so I Giraffe immediately I take Giraffe I'm such a fucking objective person. I see everything like I see, or I, see, I just perceive everything like I see it. So I said giraffely. <laughs> I like that. No, be, I just want you to know, like the whole idea was it is a ketamine thought. I was laying in my bed and I have a giraffe on the side of my bed right here. <clears throat> a giraffe. Hell yeah, yeah. dude! He's adorable. You know, <laughs> and I also have, he's over here now, but I have this butterfly in a glass ball. It was my grandmother's. She passed from COVID in 2020. And this is one of the things that I stole from her dead, her, she was dead and I looted her fucking chamber. <laughs> I was like, ha I have her butterfly. Fuck. Anyway, no. So anyway, I was, yes, laying, I was laying in my bed and uh, it was they were sitting next to each other and I was like, huh, butterfly giraffe, giraffe butterfly. Oh my God, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then like the idea was just kind of been circulating in my head for months and the idea for giraffe butterfly came about, I want to say four weeks ago when that that uh, image AI or that... that, that um, Lambda. It was like, no, it was like the... Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like going around. Everybody was like sharing images of computer generated images. Oh yeah. A few weeks ago yeah. I saw a bunch of those. Yeah. So like um that cover, I used one of those apps for the computer generated. It was like giraffe butterfly. And that's where the cover came from. And okay. then so I took it into Photoshop and I sharpened it and fucking changed the fucking filter, sharpened it some more, fucking duplicated it etc etc to make it what it is and the idea it hey i got less than one minute less than one minute what you got what you got um just leave the people where can they find you um and where are you going to be next 
All right. Uh, so your boy Hari beats Hari is going to be at Big Fam. All right, bro. September first. That was Hari. Thanks again, man. That was fun. You can catch him at Big Fam Music Festival this weekend, September second through the fourth. He's playing the main stage on Saturday at two p.m. Nailed it. Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm gonna link uh the ticket discount link and his soundcloud and all that shit um in the description follow him do all that stuff and uh yeah dude rocks i'll link another song that i like uh from him that was not available for me to download at this time and also like i'll highlight a mix of his and uh yeah dude rock out thanks again dude um and we'll see you guys at the next one. Okay, peace. Also, I think we're going to launch on YouTube with this uh, video interview. Um, so, yeah, stay on the lookout for that. Okay, bye.